Welcome to the 12th episode of Guys Being Dudes Radio, the sub-podcast Boys Peaking. We're watching Season 2 of Twin Peaks Episode 1 on this episode of Boys Peaking. I just need to pull up the wiki. Oh, Jesus, this is all the same episode. I totally forgot. Like, this is the episode where he wakes up in the freaking waiter with the milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that alone is like 20 minutes. Yeah, that scene um, never ended. I was watching. I was like, oh, my God. It's like, won't stop. Um. Okay. Season two, Twin Peaks. So we're back. The boys are back. Boys peeking. Season two. No. Here we go. Do you know what this episode was called? This is May the Giant Be With You. Yeah. And we're doing, we're technically, it's not going to air, but uh, we are doing this on May 4th. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only, I mean, that's either a Star Wars reference or a Jesus reference. <laughs> it could, it could be a bit of both. <laughs> it could be both. It could be both. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, Star Wars is semi-Jesus allegory in some respect. Yeah, and technically, Kingdom Hearts, uh, the story outside of all the Disney stuff, rips off a lot of uh, Star Wars. So what I'm saying is in Kingdom Hearts 4, we go to Nazareth and fight with Jesus. Um, <laughs> Makes sense to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, does Disney own Christianity yet? <laughs> one? Um so uh the episodes technically it is oh so old title would be episode eight i believe it's actually the ninth episode of the show and it is called may the giant be with you it's directed by david lynch it is it you know it's been it's been a minute but the supernatural stuff is back um it's and it's full david lynch this episode is as david lynch as it gets yeah i like there's there's a i made some notes about some of the experimental shots and stuff like uh when when cooper wakes up in the hospital it like it's a really stretched out frame and then they slowly bring it in to be cooper's vision it's just like weird like camera shit that like nobody does because <laughs> there's no reason to but um all right i'll, I'll read the the wiki entry really quick it's not as long as it needs to be, but as Cooper lies bleeding from his wound, he has visions of a senile waiter and a mysterious giant who give him several clues. Notably, that three people have seen Laura's killer, but none have seen his body. In the f- fire's aftermath, Shelley and Catherine's husband, Pete Martell, recover from smoke inhalation. While Catherine is missing and Josie has fled to avoid suspicion. Leo, having survived his shooting, recovers under police guard. Albert returns to Twin Peaks to investigate Cooper's shooting. But Cooper returns to work quickly quickly and realizes that Leo could not have been the killer as he was in jail when the previous victim of the same serial killer was murdered. In the hospital, Jacoby recalls smelling scorched engine oil at the same time uh, Jacques was killed. Um, Overnight, Leland's hair turns completely white. 
while Maddie is horrified when a nightmare she had of seeing the carpet covered in blood miraculously comes true. Realizing neither Leo nor Jacques could have been the killer, Cooper and the police theorize that a third man must have been involved. Audrey finds herself hopelessly out of depth at One-Eyed Jack's. Still comatose, Ronette has a horrifying vision of Bob killing Laura. Well, that Wait, is that—that's the whole wiki entry. Yeah, that's that—that that doesn't do it justice. That um, skips like half the fucking episode. Yeah, considering considering a lot of the other entries are like much longer. <laughs> yeah, Lynch Lynch directed the first two of this season. Uh, a couple more, number four, it looked like, and then I don't think he comes back. I think he takes a big step away from the show, and he doesn't come back until like the the finale. Yeah. So, I mean, the wiki entry says the waiter was a vision. I didn't looking, get that at all. <laughs> yeah, which one are you looking at? Are you looking at the... Oh, I just got the show on right now. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Is there like a... Was that the wiki entry for this from like the season, or was that the wiki entry for the whole thing? I'm looking at the, the season. I'm not, I'm not going... Because <laughs> I, I, the episode ones are much more... Yeah, I, I've read the episode one because I usually read the episode one afterwards to make sure I totally understood things that were happening. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like there's so much going on, you're like, kind of lose some stuff in the details. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So uh, you know, first scene, Coops uh, lying there, bleeding out slowly, and um, the. Uh, you know, waiter comes in, the senile waiter, uh, with the the warm milk, uh, <laughs> hangs up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, de- with the deputy just still screaming, like, yeah. how much longer do you have to just, you know, he must have heard the gunshots. <laughs> One would imagine. Uh, yeah, hangs up the phone. I also like. Uh, he struggles to hang it up. I don't know if you remember that. He's like clicking it around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Listen to Andy just yell at him the whole time. <laughs> yep, yep. And Cooper's just like struggling to get words out, and he's like, "Please call a doctor." And then he's like, "I hung it up for you." <laughs> <laughs> um, and they just keep going back and forth, and it's like every time the guy's like, "It's hung up," the phone. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then he signs, he makes him sign for the room service. Does this include gratuity? Yes, does this include gratuity is in my notes. Um, and then he like doubles back to be like, the milk will cool off pretty soon. Uh, we'll cool on you pretty soon. And then does like a thumbs up. He's like, I heard about you. And he gives him like three or four thumbs up, right? Like, Yeah, it's like, it just, he just keeps going back and forth. And then I think Cooper does two back. And one or two, but he's like doing it from like laying down on the ground and he just slowly raises, right? Like, <laughs> um, then the giant shows up. Um, the giant shows up, the lighting changes. Yeah, super spotlight. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if this has happened. Has this happened before in the show? That maybe in episode three, when like the dreams and everything, when this. When the supernatural first hits, that might have been the only other time this could have happened. But um, I don't remember it happening any other time. But yeah, so the giant shows up and he he, he has 
three questions, um, right? Like, oh, fun fact: this giant uh, has a couple cameos in Star Trek. Oh, I believe it. I feel like he's like a, a guy. Like, like he we, hired... need, we need a guy. Oh, I got the guy. <laughs> <laughs> we need a guy that's going to be a really fucking big alien. Oh, this, this guy looks perfect. He was also Lurch in the Adams Family. Yes, yes. Um, what is it? It's the the man in the smiling bag. The owls are not what they seem, and without chemicals, he points. Um, I are any of them solved? I think only the the, the bag, one, the bag, right? Um, and then he also takes Cooper's ring, right? So that's that's how Cooper realizes, at least at this moment, that it is uh, the giant really appeared in some way. Um, and he says he'll give the ring back when Cooper learns all these things are true. Uh, and he says, he says, we, he says, we want to help you. Uh, and then he's like, oh, another thing, Leo locked inside a hungry horse. Um, also, there's a clue at Leo's house. Um, and then he like, the giant looks at him. I assume this is a reference to him bleeding and he's like, you will require attention and then just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you straight up. They, we, like, there's never a definitive answer as to who the giant is. <laughs> I figured there wouldn't be. It's just part um, of the you know mystery of the supernatural stuff. So then we cut to Audrey being chased around the bed by her dad, Jerry. It's just really uncomfortable. It is very uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> I am not okay with the energy we've created in the studio today. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, like, so I don't know if I missed this. Every time I've watched it, I don't think I have missed anything, but um, I wrote in my notes, suddenly Blackie is in heroin withdrawal. Um <laughs> I was like, wait, what the fuck? Where did this come from? Yeah, I feel like we're missing a comment or two, but... Uh, it's back- like, you knew she was she was probably wasn't clean, but, like, to just be going through full withdrawal that they have complete power over her? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw that, like, uh, um, I think it's Jerry. Jerry throws her the, the, the heroin... And she just like opens her drawer, and there's like the rubber fucking hose, like throws it <laughs> on the desk. No ambiguity there. Um, uh, let me let me get right to this. <laughs> yeah, J- Jerry pulls Ben out. Audrey is like disheveled. Cut to waterfall. Um, we go to uh, Cooper again. Now talking to Diane. Uh, couple golden comments while he's waiting for the uh, cops to show up. Uh, he talks about raising his bulletproof vest up to chase a wood tick. Yep. And that's Which the is just so Twin that. Peaks. <laughs> um, then he, he tries to describe getting shot to where he's like, imagine a bowling ball being dropped nine feet onto you. <laughs> um, and he's like, keep the fear, uh, yeah, keep the fear from your mind and it's easy. Or it's not as bad as I thought. And he, he like, well, fear, fear is the mind killer. <laughs> uh, he notices his ring is missing. He says he wants to do these things. Uh, climb a tall mountain, I believe. Visit Tibet. Make love which, to- which I think is hysterical. He hasn't actually been to Tibet. <laughs> yeah, that makes it all the more hilarious. Um, 
Make love to a woman I have genuine affection for. And then I, I wrote this one because I figured you would flag it. The Solving the Lindbergh kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is just wild. Uh, they show up and he's like, ah, they're here. Um, <laughs> Fucking Lindbergh, baby. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course was, anyway, so with sh- this show is what late eighties, early nineties. I just looked yeah. it up. The Lindbergh case was fucking nineteen thirty-two. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's wild. Um, we we do that like experimental shot where it shrinks the screen, and um, there's a t- uh, the doctor showing him the bullet, and after he describes Cooper, like coming out of it, is describing everything he can remember, and the. In no way would there be a visible tick <laughs> on the bullet. But there's a tick on the bullet, uh, completely easy to see, just squished a little bit. Um, I'm pretty sure it would have gotten turned into paste. Or, <laughs> But I'm, you know what? I'm not a gun doctor. I don't know. Um, then, uh, uh, yeah, he describes mask, face, muzzle flash. Um, just give me a couple hours to get dressed <laughs> yeah there's that Lucy they tell Lucy to bring him up to speed and he, she rattles off basically everything that happened in the season finale so like Nadine being in a coma Jacques being dead Leo being shot the mill burning down the two people with smoke inhalation Josie and, and Catherine missing like all these things um, are rattled off and Cooper's like how long have I been out <laughs> <laughs> And it's, like, it's, been, it's been like 10 hours or something like <laughs> it is crazy like they packed a lot in that season finale yeah yeah uh i don't know if you caught this but the doctor was like we haven't had this much action since the elk fire of 59 <laughs> elk Club fire. um yeah then cooper sits up and the doctor is super pissed that he wants to leave and he's doc he holds his hand up when the the will is invoked the healing regenerative powers of the body are like uh Something. I don't remember the exact line. It was, just, it was just something funny. It's just like, no, you got shot. You just recover from that. Uh, so we cut to Shelly crying in the hospital, uh, thinking Bobby is dead. Um, What's just like, why does he, she even like him? <laughs> she's so hot. He's so stupid. Um, the uh, Cooper's walking out of the hospital um, and he's like, I think he sees Jacques. Yeah, ask, is that bag smiling? <laughs> <laughs> um, we get a quick scene of Renette, uh, I think moving or like in her trachoma or sleep. Um, then we get everybody's favorite family, the Palmers. Uh, whew, okay, so <laughs> Sarah's like asking Maddie, I think is her name, like, hey, do you miss your mom? Um, there's a couple, there's a couple of, of calls to like, you know, the real world should be going on right now. And that's one of them in this episode where, uh, like, yeah, the kids should be in school and like doing kid shit anyway, uh, teenager shit. Uh, Maddie's like, I, I saw on the rug here. And she doesn't finish that thought. We cut back to it later because Leland comes in singing. Uh, After just murdering for somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just he just strangled a guy uh, like 12 hours before this. Um, 
and his hair is now white. Uh, it's gone white. And Sarah tries to chase him out of the house, uh, or, like to bring him back. She's like Leland. Um, <laughs> she, she's her Leland. <laughs> Yeah. It's so annoying. She's awful. <laughs> um, then blood appears on the rug, and I think Maddie... She loses her goddamn mind. Maddie, Maddie pulls a, a Sarah Palmer and starts screaming. Cut to uh, Fireplace. Uh, ben and Jerry strategizing about all and their trickery. Jerry just rocking the, like... <laughs> I don't even know what... What do you even call that? Like, it's not a boat. Like, he just always has a piece of jewelry where his tie should be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ben and Jerry strategizing. Leland comes back singing the same crazy song. And at first they seem upset, and then they just start dancing. Yeah, and they jump up on the desk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Ben's up on the desk, like, doing a jig, and Jerry does, like, the worm. And he's like, I'm back. (laughs) It was even more ridiculous than the baguette scene. It's just like, wait, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, Leland's like, yeah, I'm back or whatever. Uh, I don't think, I don't know if they, they really talk much more about anything before it cuts to Leo's apartment. No, it's just right to Leo's. Like, yeah. I'm back, and then it cuts to Leo, Leo, Leo's apartment. Yeah, I don't even think we see Leland again this episode, do we? Uh, I do not remember. I don't think we do. I really don't think we see the Palmer. No, we do at the end, the dinner scene. Oh, right, right, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Which is also batshit. <laughs> um, so, cut to Leo's apartment. Um, Cooper's, like, solving it, and uh, that's pretty hilarious. Like, what, what happened at Leo's apartment? And, because uh, he throws in like some some random shit where he's like he points at the geese on the wall like the the ornaments and he's like these same geese were flying that night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> while he's like breaking down the scene and he's like, you know, Leo's swinging the axe. We found the axe here. There's got to be another person. And uh, sheriff's like, was it Shelley? And uh, he's like, no, Shel- like whoever moved the TV, like when they fell, like Shel- Shelly's 99 pounds soaking wet. There's no way it was Shelly. Um, <laughs> Which then- honestly, like this whole scene, I know they're supposed to be talking. It's supposed to be showing you how good yeah. Cooper is at solving stuff. But really all it shows off is how bad Harry Truman is at solving stuff. <laughs> like well, he- none of this stuff. It's, it's all obvious. Like- yeah. Well, if so you Shelley's... watched an episode of a CSI, you would have been able to solve this fucking case. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I uh, thought a really dumb one was like, the bullet came from outside. It's like, what? How How would it have come from inside? <laughs> <laughs> the glass came from in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's wild. Anyway, uh, he mentioned Shelly again. And uh, I wrote the Cooper quote here he's like uh sheriff get your mind off shelly for a moment (laughs) um hawk finds leo's duster and and another copy of flesh world um (laughs) they cut they cut to uh andy Andy outside just like poking the ground yep 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 and then he uh i don't remember the dude's name i ever done some yeah dude Douchebag McGee. Yeah, the other FBI agent shows up and he's like, Sheriff, Sheriff, and he's trying to run inside and get his attention. Uh, and he uh, slapsticks himself. 
with a the thing is it's not really his fault um yeah he like just steps point, on a plank and it comes yeah, up <laughs> yeah he steps on a plank and the plank breaks i think i think his foot goes through the plank well the 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 nails give out basically oh, the, the nails give out the nails give out but anyway it's not like he fucking raked himself right like he <laughs> which i've actually done in real life yeah mother god it hurts man <laughs> And everyone's laughing at you because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Well, actually, the rake's on the ground. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to step on that. I'm not a cartoon idiot. And then you step on it. Uh, so, yeah, he, he he hits himself in the face. I think we watch him stumble for, like, five hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's a long time. It's like, again, as someone that's been hit in the head before, you don't just stumble like that. You either fall on the ground or like. <laughs> yeah. I, so he's stumbling around and um, they discover uh, where he stepped uh, Leah's boots and uh, all the cocaine they were looking for. And he gives cocaine. Um... cocaine. Uh, so they Hot. Damn, that pie is good. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to an extra we never see again yelling at the camera. Hot damn, that, that pie is good. It's um, just so random. Just to indicate you're in the triple R, the double, whatever it's called. <laughs> a new one called the triple R. But yeah, so he's in the double R. Um, I think mostly what we get here is um, the Scoobies. Uh, the sunglasses are magic. Yeah. <laughs> the the sunglasses exchange um i think somebody i mean like without getting into like super duper meta analysis i think it's just like it's 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 obviously supposed to be like maddie and donna are trying to be more like laura air quotes because uh, like isn't donna have we seen donna smoke before no i think that was a new thing Unless she did it in the bathroom, but I feel like I feel like Audrey was doing it in the bathroom, and that was like like distasteful to Donna earlier. But yeah, and then uh, what's her face? Snaps her glasses. Lady. Oh yeah, Matt, Maddie snaps her glasses. Like I'm never wearing these again. <laughs> don't then, you? Don't you need those to see? <laughs> immediately walks into the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and then they're. They're just, they're basically saying, like, we got to keep it quiet, right? Like, nobody can know of our dumb Scooby bullshit. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, James is telling the cops literally everything. <laughs> yeah, but he's not, he's not implicating them. He's like, I did it all on my own. But yeah, yeah. which yeah. again, still stupid. Like, freaking. All of them. All of Harry, them. Harry, Harry looks out for you. And meanwhile, you're just like going behind his back in the middle of a murder investigation. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Uh, how many people are dead at this point? <laughs> Leo. Leo's pretty fucked. Jacques is dead. Laura's dead. There's another. I mean, technically, we, we hear more about Teresa Banks, somebody else who has been killed by this serial killer. Um, and Rodette is still in a coma until the end of the episode. Oh, oh, fucking the the other uh, Jacques' brother. We only see Barry or whatever that one time. Bernie. Yep. Uh, is dead. Uh, Catherine and Josie are missing. Like a, a lot of people have fucking gone missing recently. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, log, log lady, lady put some gum on a wall, and then puts another piece in her mouth. Um, <laughs> Albert, Albert's the guy's name. We get to Albert checking on Cooper. Um, 
Albert breaks down the situation all the way down to like the height of the shooter. Uh, Andy comes in to say like, you know, the hungry horse thing uh, that like Leo has a, as an alibi, right? For the, yep. the day Teresa Banks <laughs> was murdered. He was in jail. He has an alibi. <laughs> well, you know what's better alibi? Killing a, 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 another person. As we've learned from what's his name, <laughs> um, yeah. Then they they insult Andy, and then our one armed man comes in. Yeah. Also, yeah. We we see the one armed man come in. I don't. Do we see the one armed man the rest of the episode? He's just there looking for the sheriff, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm here to sell shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing suspicious here. And there's um, nothing. Dumbest look on his freaking face, and Lucy's just like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, James brings Truman the the cassette tape of Laura speaking to Jacoby, and he he's convinced also that the killer isn't Leo from the tape. Um. Then Cooper, so Cooper like is like, "Give me the necklace, James," and James is like, "How'd you know?" <laughs> uh, yeah. because you know this is an actual cop and not some idiot in pretending to be a cop uh, but I also love he pulls it out of like his dick like he doesn't pull it out of a pocket I don't know if you noticed that Like, no I didn't I'm pretty sure I, I, I just like skipped through a bunch of stuff but I was like wait a second like he pulls it out of the front of his pants like <laughs> just weird all weird decisions anyway uh, Donna comes to visit James and now she's smoking with the sunglasses on. She's all of a sudden super cool. Super cool. She sucks on his finger uh, and makes out with him through the bars. And I wrote here, James comes. And <laughs> like the last, the last like 10 seconds is just his face after Donna leaves. Just like, uh. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then Cooper makes Lucy and Andy flip through Flesh World for uh, to to try to find some stuff on Ronette and uh, Laura for some for some good old fashioned Andy and Lucy uh, uncomfortable comedy. <laughs> what does he say? Just like I'm, this is really uncomfortable or something. I, I think so. I think it's verbatim. <laughs> um, they they go to interview Jacoby at the hospital. Um, <laughs> when they show up the doctor again to like reiterate he was mad is like why don't you tell the psychiatrist about your broken ribs and torn cartilage and then storms off this is Donna's dad the, the town doctor <laughs> They, I mean they're talking to Jacoby they, they tell him like you know you have to tell us what happened like, also like the doctor's like what's wrong with him and then <laughs> Hand to the freaking hospital food and it just looks like mold on a plate. <laughs> yeah, you see the hospital food like four times this episode and just looks yeah. all paste. Like, and every time you see it, there's like a reference to like it's gonna make you sicker just eating this versus getting out of the hospital. Yeah, yeah. I think we see what Jacoby's, um, Shelly's, uh, Pete's, um, Maybe Shelly's a second time. I don't know. Um, right, but so eventually J- Jacoby explains that he was like 
again, just random people doing shit. He was following Leo um, the night Laura died. Lost him, and he's like curse, cursing my lack of horsepower. Um, I I don't remember if we see what Jacoby's car is. But, like, is he implying that Leo's just fucking ripping, like, 80 or 90 down the road at night? <laughs> Pretty much. I wouldn't be surprised. Leo sucks. So, um, then he's like, I saw you guys. You lost them. Um, and then he follows them. And we actually get a... I don't think we've gotten a flashback before. This might be, like, the first flashback in the show. Like, we, we see him go and undig it. It's up. But can they get him to describe? Uh, uh, they get they're they're trying to figure out who killed Jock, right? And he said like he he recognized the smell. There was a smell. Um, and I think Cooper Cooper immediately is like something. That, it's common for strangulation cases victims to void their bowels. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jacob, it's just like a long time of Jacoby rolling his eyes, the sheriff being like, what? And then uh, he's like, he, he smelt like like oil, scorched engine oil is the exact quote. Uh, right, so they we get like a scene of Bobby with Shelly. Oh, miserable scene too. Hitting on her, saying he's gonna, you know, Leo's taken care of, never gonna harm him again. The normal shit. And then touches her boob. Got got to touch that boob. Um, Shelly's too good for him. He's just so annoying. I um, like. I gotta give credit to the actor. Like he plays the most annoying person I've ever seen in my life. Like he's clearly doing what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Uh, we see Shelly's food again. It's gross. Um, we talked to Ed. Yeah. So, uh, I think they see Bobby leaving, right? And uh, Cooper, no, Sheriff makes a comment like he doesn't look sick. And then uh, <laughs> Albert, Albert makes like a snide remark, and like I think they tell him to to frig off. Uh, <laughs> um, they tell him to frig off a bunch in this episode. Yeah, you can uh, proud of Andy when he does it. Yeah. Jacoby did the... Yeah, so Ed gives a whole backstory between him and Nadine. Uh, it's just depressing, honestly. It's pretty sad. <laughs> it's real fucking, like, sad, like, small-town high school shit, so... I wasn't actually in love with her, but, you know, whatever. Just get married, I guess. And then they wonder why the boomers' divorce rate was like fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, th- yeah. Case in point. So basically, Ed Ed had been. It, it it sounds like Ed had been with um Norma since like the fr- their freshman year, and then he saw her one time with Hank, which I don't remember if we get it explained. Just like hanging out with Hank, he gets really upset. So he goes to hang out with Nadine and then just ends up marrying Nadine. And then, you like, make your bed, you sleep in. <laughs> yeah. Suck. And then he. They're, they're hunting, right? Yeah, he shot her eye out. He shot her eye out. Um, 
So we learn why she has the eye patch. Um, but yeah, there's like a lot of guilt, obviously, Ed has around his relationship with Nadine, which, you know, is depressing as shit. <laughs> um, then we get, I think we, we find the smiling bag, right? Yeah, he sees the smiling bag. And then we cut to what's his Kathleen's wife? Pete? No, husband, I mean. Pete. Well, before that, you forget about the doctor storming into the hallway, the unnamed doctor saying, Nurse, I really mean it. You better speak to that kitchen. Uh, <laughs> and then, then cut to the food again. Yeah, then we cut Which the just food. looks like clearly just mayonnaise in the center thing and then pea soup that they've cooked out. Just like someone on set was just like, go find dirt outside. Yeah. And make it look wet. Pete, Pete takes out his like oxygen to smell the food and then like immediately starts coughing and puts the oxygen back in. <laughs> um, yeah, Pete, Pete's alive. Um, uh, Norma visits Shelly. Bring uh, the pie. Bring the pie. Uh, then we get, I, I'm, I'm disappointed I didn't get a chance to, like I said, uh, rewatch the whole episode, but we, we cut to one of my favorite little conversations, which is Major Briggs talking to Bobby at the diner. That scene and was... I just, what? <laughs> from, uh, listen, I told you, I want to say three or four episodes ago, Major Br- the actor for Major Briggs, everything with Major Briggs, he's from a much more serious show, totally unrelated to everybody else's. Um, <laughs> so before, before they even get into it, uh, Briggs is like, how was school today? And that's the second callback that I noticed where, where it's in this episode where they're like, oh yeah, the kids are supposed to be doing school. And like, <laughs> Bobby, Bobby acknowledges it just like, yeah, it was fine. Like, um, he's like, how was work? And he, he asked him about work and then it's classified. Yeah, it's classified. Um, but so then we get Oh, I just learned Major Briggs' first name is Garland. Uh, <laughs> Major Garland Briggs. He shares a story about a vision he had, basically. Which I... It seems like familial and something personal to him. And he shares his value. This also might be the first time Bobby calls him dad. Yeah, but he's like breaking down crying mm-hmm. to listening to his dad tell him about a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I without without like really breaking into the text because I don't want to Google it and, and try to analyze it. It feels like it's just that he's sharing something personal with Bobby, and then also, I I get the vibe that the vision it's about something he wants to like pass on to Bobby. He also doesn't he mention like he sees a future version of Bobby. Yeah, we're. Does he say what Bobby's doing? I really don't. I don't remember. I don't have it here. I don't remember. Honestly, but he, but I should have. Like, I should have taken notes down on this. I kind of forgot about this scene, and I'm just going through. Yeah. No. I mean, he's just saying. Like, I, I believe it's like a successful version of Bobby. That like. Yeah. Bobby, just like Bobby is I, I believe it's like the. It just seems like it's the first time Bobby's ever heard his father say he thinks he can do great things. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, he does it in a, a wicked, weird way. Uh, Truman takes Pete back home or visits him back at uh back at the house to kind of question him about Josie's being you know going missing. Um, 
and I don't, I don't like. He doesn't get an answer really. Like I think what she she leaves to go shopping or, or what was that? I don't remember what she told Pete, but then um the the house gets a call from a new character we've never met, scary Asian man. Um, I don't think we've met him before, right? Wait, what? So the the there's a phone call that goes through to to Josie's place. I thought the sheriff goes over. He picks up the phone. No, you skipped the you skipped the whole bunch. What did I skip? The scene in the oh, 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 police oh, station. The they cover it to the donuts. Yep, yep, yep. The donut spread. <laughs> and he uh, and Cooper lays out everything for the team, right? Using the donuts, which made me very hungry. Yeah, yeah. I was eating a really depressing salad while watching this, and then the donuts came on the scene. I was like, oh, my God. That's when uh, Andy tells uh, tells him off. Yeah, right? I don't I don't like the way you talk smart. <laughs> yeah, Andy tells off. Uh, oh, God, I have to keep scrolling up to see what his name is because I keep fucking – Albert. Andy tells off Albert. Um, yeah, because, like, Andy's getting emotional and crying about the fact that there's multiple dead people, and Albert is just, like, a – bitch about it. Yeah, you're okay. Is this when they commit to the the, the third man, the third shooter? Yes. Uh, yeah, I believe so. They're like that makes sense. I mean, the thing is, we knew about the third man from like the fifth episode. I think the log lady mentions there's a third man, and then I feel like they they we we've heard about this this maybe there's a third person, but Jock is dead. Leo's in a coma, so we're pretty much looking at for this third person. Um, classic Bob. Um, yeah, the donut spread, the immaculate donut spread. And then after that, I have Pete. What I was saying, Pete. Pete. Pete's back home. The sheriff visits him, right? Yeah, Pete and Harry. Pete and Harry, and then the and again, the I, sheriff. They're very okay with the fact Josie just disappeared right as her sawmill was burning down. Yeah, that's uh, it should be you know it'd be a better alibi if Josie killed a man during that time. <laughs> oh, she just she likes to get away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we. It's not like she could have just asked someone to light the fire for her or anything like that. Yeah, definitely couldn't have happened. Um, Ben and Jerry, we, I think we get Ben and Jerry and Hank hanging out. Um, well, first we get the Asian call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the creepy Asian dude calls. I don't think we've met him before. Nope. Uh, he's calling from the Great Northern, I believe. (sighs) But I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Then I, it's, it's Hank uh Ben and Jerry kind of I mean they're 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 grilling Hank about like why you know why Leo not dead and uh basically mustache twirling for like a couple minutes. <laughs> uh, well talking about food too. Yeah. Yeah. Um then I have uh the one eyed jack scene. Uh yeah, the mustache one in there. Like, you're the muscle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to Hank. Um, yeah, where they're berating Audrey. Um, then 
Uh, it's, I mean, uh, for, yeah, for not sleeping with the owner. She, she doesn't crack or whatever, but then we get the scene. Uh, the dinner at the Haywards. Oh, my God. I was losing my mind during this scene. When oh. Every time I watch this episode, that's where I think this episode ends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, for one, I'm the princess fairy in my music. Okay, fine. Then they cut to the table. Yes. And freaking uh, the father. Why am I blanking on his name? Um, Leland. Oh, Leland, yeah. no, Leland is in a full tux. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super dressed up. Um, yeah. So they, they, it's like a. I don't know if it's just something that wasn't popular for us or for people in my circles, but like where you get together and you watch your friends' kids. Uh, perform perform that was not that wasn't like a normal thing that would happen like it it wasn't the reason you went to someone's house you know maybe you go to someone's house and the little kids proud of something that they do and the parents all watch and cheer for them you know it's not like hey come over while my daughter plays the piano and my other daughter reads a poem about your dead daughter (laughs) yeah yeah um it's uh i think the credits this is another. There's a handful of episodes where the credits don't end on on Laura's uh, face from her prom photo. Or, or, yeah, or, the credits <laughs> credits end while she's yes. playing the piano. Piano, because I think the, the either the actress could already play the piano or learned how to play the piano for the show. So they're like, we have all this extra footage, we put it in the credits or something. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so Leland interjects. <laughs> uh, sings, sings a song then goes down then just collapses um, also, Le- Leland's totally okay with this poem about his dead daughter yeah. and then Sarah's like losing her mind which is the normal reaction you should have <laughs> oh yeah um, so that was the fourth to last scene uh <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, in a normal episode in a normal show, that would have been the that finale. Been uh, we get Cooper, we get Cooper in bed, um, talking to Diane via tape recorder, saying it's been 19 hours since he's been shot. <laughs> <laughs> Proverbially bought the farm, um, and he's going to bed. We cut to Audrey praying, praying to him, praying to Cooper. Um, talking about it's like if I help you out on your things more often I'll be in more dangerous situations than this it's just like you just think you're just going to be a part of the FBI now <laughs> yeah that's how it works uh, yeah Aud- Audrey's weighing over her fucking head uh, even as, as shitty as Audrey like goes in over her head it doesn't it never like in maybe on my first watch it was like really bothering or, or, or grading but like upon rewatch I I would rather have two people making the mistakes Audrey is making than the Scoobies like the Scoobies just annoy me so much the um, Scoobies halt an investigation like they <laughs> harm it Audrey's yeah. just like kind of on her own little thing and she's actually finding information that the cops aren't trying to find yeah well I mean like 
the the whole brothel and and perf- yeah like the, they're not really diving into the perfume desk connection only she is right like yeah she's like the only one that's even really aware of it yeah um back to to cooper the giant comes in uh i believe he uh a path is formed by laying one stone at a time. Uh, informs Cooper, one person saw the third man. Uh, he, he ends the vision telling Cooper he forgot something. Um, <laughs> and then shoots a light into his face. Yeah. <laughs> he shines a light on Cooper. So I... When I first watched this, I was like, oh, yeah, the note. The note he was reading is what he forgot. Um, but no, they cut to Ronette Pulaski uh, spasming in her coma uh, as she has flashback of a graphic- very disturbing scene. Yeah, yeah, a very graphic flashback of Laura Palmer being murdered by Bob um, after murdering and then Laura. Firewalk with me thing. Yeah. Yep. Does he, he says the whole poem or what? Or is it just the? No, it's you just see the like the the note. Like the lights are flashing, and you see the note. Ah, uh, yeah. lights going. The note, the note written in uh, somebody's blood. Uh, I don't think we. I don't think they say it's Laura's. They just. I don't know if they even test it or anything, but. Uh, yeah, that's that's the episode. That's that's. And episode. Bob just howling at the moon. Yeah, that that's Bob. Um, who? Okay, so who has seen Bob? So, you said it earlier, where it's like, Cooper's seen him in a dream, Sarah's seen him in a dream, and Ronette has actually seen him, so we think. Is that the uh, one person saw the third man? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so so it's, it's, it's Ronette, Cooper in his dream, Sarah in her dream. Presumably Laura. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you never know. So I how how is season two? You know, we've technically taken two weeks off. How is season two um so far performed? Are you I mean that's a top rated episode. I yeah. mean <laughs> what was the one episode that we said was the best? Um... I really I really like number three. That's yeah, the, that's the first one. That's the one with the dance and like the the first crazy dream and shit. Yeah, like that. I think that's the best. I, but like, this is a very close second. I think. I think that the season finale, season one finale, is also very good. Um, a lot happens. This is the most like when I think of a David Lynch made thing. This is what I think of. I think he has like two or three more episodes. It's gonna. It's gonna. It stays very strong. I want to say until until they solve it, which is like nine episodes into this season, and then it just they just don't know what the fuck to do with this show, man. <laughs> where, where do you go after you solve the murder? <laughs> right, right. Um, I think they solve it, and then we get like maybe one or two episodes. Well, I think we, the audience, learn who the killer is, and then we get two more episodes before it is like solved. And then it's just like uh, for ten episodes. <laughs> um, it yeah, 
but we'll, uh, then they, we'll they, get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, so I have a new question added. So the first is obviously, who do you think killed Laura Palmer? Well, now we know it's Bob. Yeah, now we know it's Bob. Um, Which, so- you know, I was kind of correct about because I was like, part of me was always just like, well, I just don't think we know. I don't think we've seen the person. Right, right. We have, yeah. I mean, I mean, we've seen him, but like nobody's, yeah, nobody's t- t- taking him down or, or they can't track anything down on him yet. So I'm going to, that question will be removed from the, the weekly docket and replaced with, who do you think shot Cooper? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, like your first reaction is the diner woman's husband because he was out there murdering people. Here, here I go killing again. I suppose it could honestly just be Bob. <laughs> it's all Bob, dude. It's Bob all the way down. <laughs> it's Bob all the way down. I'm trying to who else was out that night that would have we didn't we Kathleen doesn't have an alibi. Catherine? Kath, sorry, Catherine. Well, I mean, she was dying in a fire, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> she got away from the fire, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, not that I actually think it was her. I'm just trying to you know, put it together of who was gone and who would actually have a motive. Like, who actually has a motive to kill Cooper? Right, right. I don't. There really the isn't thing. anybody. It's it's the it's the senile old man, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I really don't have a good guess for that, to be honest. No worries at all. Um, so obviously, your least favorite part of the episode was uh, Bobby and Shelley. <laughs> oh, as always. As always. Um, Followed up by Bobby's father telling him about a stupid dream. <laughs> Dude, uh, you're gonna hate the Bobby plotline uh, as it keeps going this season. <laughs> it gets it gets pretty wacky. Let's say. Um, um, what else didn't I like? Um, I was gonna say. I think you made it sound like it was the rest of it was home runs. So yeah, I mean, pretty much it all was. I mean, the uh, the incest plot is a little gross yeah you could do without <laughs> not that it's purposeful but like still gross yeah not, not for me <laughs> i didn't love the uh, ending of old boy i don't love this yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so okay but like so okay so there's there's low points what was was the highlight the most Twin Peaks part, the yes, this is a, a awesome top-tier episode part for you. I mean, both giant scenes, obviously. Right. Um, but, I mean, just Leland coming in, singing a song, and then uh, the uh, Ben and Jerry just hop up on a desk and start doing the work. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like out of nowhere. Even, even I know, so that's, what, the third time I've watched it? I know it's coming, and it's still jarring. Because um. <laughs> they're like, oh, here comes Leland again, and then oh, hop up and do a jig. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so he solved the smiling bag. He's yet to solve the other two. I don't remember when he does. I I'm excited. I'm excited to get through. I I'm excited to at least get through where Jay Boner and I stopped watching, which is of course when they solved it. Um, I, 
offered to keep watching, but there's just like no interest. <laughs> Truly. Um I like I said, I, I think the last episode we we might need to just like double up the episodes or like do a fast forward recap of like five at a time because they're they're gonna get a little squirrely. But like for for now, for like the, the next nine, there I as far as I remember with the exception of one or two subplots, they are awesome Twin Peaks, like peak Twin Peaks. Um, before you know, the House of Cards comes tumbling down. <laughs> uh, obviously, food scenes. We got the the, the nice nice donut spread. Uh-huh. Um, the hospital food as a contrast to that. Yeah, yeah, the hospital food, which is just like play doh. Um, <laughs> I love that and they, then the, the trucker yelling about the pie. Yeah, the trucker yelling about the pie. I like that they don't even try to like make the different puddles of food look different. They're just five like slop, like mayo pudding, whatever, with just different food coloring. Um, <laughs> I I also love that they made a point to have a, a, a you know less than tertiary extra walk across the the scene. Uh, to yell at a nurse about the kitchen. <laughs> um, just, just great, great David Lynch nonsense. I mean, like the 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 not the giant, the there's some weirdness. I don't know if the giant and the waiter are the same person. That's that's like a theory. Um, I honestly, I just didn't think the waiter was a hallucination. I just thought I, it was a senile old man. I don't, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I never thought he was, but I, I, it's, it's all really weird. I don't even know if Cooper's milk is really there. Um, <laughs> well, he ordered a room service, like he was expecting it. They signed for it. Uh, <laughs> the bureau's getting charged for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's good episode, top tier episode. I don't have anything else to say or, or go out on. Um, good to be back. Uh, on the grind hopefully my air conditioning will be on i am i had to turn i turned my fan off just so it doesn't generate background noise and i am sweating <laughs> all right well let's get you out of here then do you have anything you want to go out on yeah i mean you know just speaking about being back i'm happy to be back talking about twin peaks and i fell uh, over the weekend i came back to an old classic board game called stratego oh i never heard of it you know, it's this game, it's like capture your opponent's flag, really enjoyable, easy to set up, fun to play. It's quick, easy, just, you know, it's a nice game to everyone. It's nice to go back to simple board games, you know? <laughs> Everyone's trying to play Catan and Super Crazy stuff. So go back and play, uh, go back and play Chitigo. Yeah, I was actually at a, a co-worker's house and they wanted to play Chinese checkers. And I was like, this is, this is too, this is too foreign well, to me. And you were like, this this, this game title is a little racist, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that should be updated. <laughs> you know what's not racist, though? Stratego. Stratego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a nice, wholesome, probably not racist game. <laughs> I say probably because, you know, I'm sure somebody will do some digging and then we have to cancel Stratego. Uh, I don't think there's any black characters on the tiles, so yeah. Well, I was, getting, I was thinking more like, oh, turns out number four, the the act, the the uh, <laughs> the guy that took the picture, the guy was, who uh... took the picture, the guy who took the picture for number four. Turns out he was uh, at the Capitol. <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right, man. We'll call it a night. All right, night. <laughs> night. <laughs>